Greetings from the Toyota patio here at SoFi Stadium, and welcome to a holiday edition of Between the Horns, as always, presented by your Southern California Toyota dealers. I'm J.B. Long, Ricky Hollywood, DeMarco Farr. I'm, I'm, I'm tanning. This is nice. This is nice weather. Compared, yeah. Yes, I like this weather. Week 16, three to go. Could be near 80 degrees wow. for Christmas Sunday here in Los Angeles. Wow. Will not be a white Christmas. 80 mm-hmm. degree Christmas day. I love L.A., don't you guys? Yeah. Come but on. I, I could use a little snow. Ah. I mean, we can manufacture that maybe. Careful what you say about the I weather know. around this guy after what he endured <laughs> on Monday night. Oh, my God. Was it cold in the booth? Was it that cold? Was it freezing up there? We utilize bratwurst and uh, cheese curds Look to keep us fueled. Wow. It was cold down there. It really was. That, was. that was one of those opportunities to really be tough for a hot minute. But it was fun. <laughs> it was fun to be down there. Yeah. We will put our finishing thoughts on that loss to the Packers, spin it ahead to a Christmas Day game against Russell Wilson and the Denver Broncos. But first, just a life check-in. Uh, Erica, good to see you in person. <laughs> yeah, Scary survived. week for you. Yeah, I had a little uh, peanut allergy scare, but Yikes. I made it through the night. Um, I am a cockroach. Can't get rid of me. Mm, thank goodness for that. <laughs> wow. Can't kill me. Wow. Yeah. DeMarco, how you holding up? Finish shopping for the ladies in your life? I think so, yeah. Santa came down the chimney last night, so there's – presents under the tree everybody's happy so yeah another good year for santa well done yeah even with a monday nighter santa can't take a day off absolutely <laughs> not yeah. what'd you get me well i can't tell you oh, okay yeah gotcha, wait gotcha. for a couple of days gotcha. yeah. 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 <laughs> right. uh, i got that what are we wearing on sunday we're we gonna Ooh, go festive yeah i think okay all of us in leather pants no that was the secret to the win over the raiders now yeah. that i reflect on it also too i was thinking jb like you know we're gonna i have a good feeling about christmas it's, it's a christmas day game our defense is playing really great. I, I think it's going to be a good game. So I think that maybe when for your radio calls, right, you should try to insert some sort of like boom shakalaka or like something different for boom Christmas or for like Christmas. a or ho ho ho. I don't want to tell you how to do your job because you're the best at it. But like, what about a ho ho ho? There he goes. Or something like that. Uh, we got a few more days to workshop, but I like where your head is at. <laughs> wow. What do you have cooking? What's in the hopper for uh, SoFi Stadium on Sunday? I'm excited. I've been working on a Christmas sketch video that I'm excited to. to I tweet had a out. feeling. Yeah, it's and and you might make a little cameo in it. Your, Very. your voice. Very small. He says jock straps in my that, video. Nice. Yeah. Jock straps. <laughs> there are more important cameos. I've seen a, a screening of it. DeMarco, I mean, we're all wearing Rams garb today, but yeah. do we break with tradition, try and shake things up a little bit? I wish I could. I want to wear, like, the, you know, the ugly Christmas sweater down on the sideline, but, mm. you know, I'm down there with Bobby Wagner, who's busy. Imagine me on the sideline and Jalen Ramsey walks by and I got the ugly sweater on. I was actually thinking of you last night. Tom Izzo, Michigan State basketball coach, like got a technical and an elf outfit that he was wearing on the sideline. Oh, that's hilarious. He wore a full-on elf suit. I I think you could get away with that. I'd rather rather wear the leather pants than the elf suit. (laughs) Yeah, let's let's, let's go there. Are we intentionally vamping and staying away from the Rams' (laughs) most recent loss? I hope not. Let's put our final thoughts on that trip to Green Bay. DeMarco, any lasting takeaways from what you saw on the frozen tundra? Oh, man, let's see. That defense is prideful, um, doing everything they can to keep the game close. What game got away from the Rams this year defensively when you think about it? Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay kind of got away from them. Yeah, but not there. until the end. Yeah, but not that too many. Oh, so, you mean like came off the rails? Came got off away the from, rails. Oh, I got thought away from, I thought you were talking about a victory got away. No, from had them. a chance to win and lost. I I got you there, but I mean like got away, got blown out, got run off the field. I don't think that's actually happened. So very prideful, even though the names keep changing, except for a handful of guys out there. So uh, that stands out. The the offense. You know, we were wondering what would happen 
you know, Baker Mayfield part two, uh, once you have tape on him. So uh, you got the win versus the Raiders. That was great. Um, Green Bay made it tough on you, really tough on you. So um, uh, I, I guess those and, – and then if you're Sean McVay, what are you down to? What can you do and who can you do it with at this point? So that's what I thought in between trying to figure out how to stay warm down there. What he's referencing is Brian Allen dinged up on the first play, left after the second play, so you're without your center for the bulk of that game. Ben Skronik able to play through, but now both of those guys uh, shut down for the rest of this uh, remaining three-game year. Erica, you were watching from afar on Monday night? Yeah, actually, I was with um, Barefoot uh, Wine and the Rams. We did a wine and watch party in West Hollywood, which was actually really fun, and we had the heaters going because it was like, I don't know, like a balmy seven, 70 degrees, so we, we lit up the heaters. Um, we're outside drinking wine, watching the game, and it was, I was, I was impressed with the defense. I know Aaron Rodgers had some of his weapons back. He had some of the rookies that he's been gaining connection with back, which was good to see. Um, our defense really sort of, we were talking about it earlier, the, you know, Jalen Ramsey taking the ball away from Aaron Jones, who I benched out of solidarity, just so, I mean, I made Do you survive? Play. Yeah, Can no, I lost. I'm, okay. I'm out of the playoffs. <laughs> um, but that's okay, you know. Um, you know, I'm mathematically eliminated, but um, scarier things have happened. <laughs> they sure have. What wine goes with football? I know beer goes with football. All, all of them. wine goes with football, right? All of them. All of wine goes with football? What was yeah. your point? What would you say? <laughs> Barefoot. Barefoot wine Barefoot goes wine. with football. Okay, yeah. checking in there. Official yeah. wine sponsor yeah. of the Los Angeles Rams. Of course. I don't want to do your bit. But no, gotcha. no, no. Go ahead. To, Go her, ahead. to her point about the defense, <laughs> um, I've been answering questions about off coverage since we left Green Bay. Haven't you guys, too? Since you left Green Bay last year? No. Or just last week? Or just last week. Some t- yeah, you're right, about last year, I'm too. I'm thinking all of 2022, about off what coverage. it feels yeah. like. So they're asking me, and I'm I'm like, are we watching the same game? It's like playing chess against deep blue, man. I mean, and you lost your queen. Uh, you're shorthanded defensively. Your best pass rusher is your middle linebacker. What would you call? Yeah, you felt that Aaron Donald's absence is what he's no talking doubt. about. You yeah. felt that for sure against Aaron Rodgers and company. Uh, I'll try and play silver lining guy here. How about Taylor Rapp? Back-to-back interceptions, yes. his birth, uh, contract uh, his year, and, and exactly. Happy birthday to Taylor Rapp. It's nice to see him playing well, playing some of his best football um, at this closing stretch. Uh, but, yes, the Rams are depleted, and now they have to deal with the Denver Broncos. Looks like Russell Wilson, who was cleared from the concussion protocol, they opted not to play him against the uh, Arizona Cardinals in a win. We'll get the start here at SoFi Stadium. So their old friend has changed teams, changed colors. Rams look completely different, but DeMarco – There'll have to be some familiarity with Nathaniel Hackett and Russell Wilson. Well, you kind of know what Russell's going to do and what he can do and what he wants to do, and it's going to be a little bit different because 99's not out there to chase him around and, you know, give him a hard time. But, uh, you know, there were some some bright spots. Uh, I like the defensive line. I like the, the way they played against Green Bay, uh, the way they defended the run, so that will help you. If you can force the game back in onto Russell Wilson and make him try to beat you throwing the football, you've got a better chance. But just like with Green Bay and everyone else, if you don't stop the run and you give Russell Wilson the benefit of play action, not only might he beat you, he probably will. I mean, and Denver is good enough, even though they're struggling to do just that. So, And remember, we're, we're trying to figure out who's going to start now for the Rams. Um, this is going to be an adventure every single time out. So uh, nothing is guaranteed. But I do know this, the way they played in Green Bay, if you can carry that over to Denver, you'll have a better chance of beating – 
the Broncos here on Christmas Day. We'll take an individual deep dive on Baker Mayfield in just a second, but picking up the Broncos thread while we're on it, Latavius Murray coming off the best rushing performance of the year for the Denver Broncos. And even if you go back two weeks, a near comeback against the Kansas City Chiefs could have been Russell Wilson's best performance as a Bronco before he got knocked out in that game. So I think there's reason to be optimistic for a matchup between four win teams that the Broncos may have turned a corner. We'll see what it looks like here at SoFi Stadium. But their profile, Erica, is a bit like the Rams in that – Offensively, they just have not been able to find much traction, but their defense has proven to be elite. Yeah, definitely. Defense is good. Their offense, like you just said, I think they're 32nd in total offense, which is there's 32 teams last in the league. So with our defense playing, just wanted to, you know, like spell it up. So 30, 32, 32 teams. Okay, so yeah, that makes sense. Um, but no, they've been, the their offense, like you just said, two, four, and 10 teams against each other. Their defense, I think, has leading the league in takeaways and interceptions um, versus. So I think it's going to be a huge defensive game for both sides. I think that is where we're going to see a lot of this play. Come on, Cam Akers. You know, I like Cam Akers. I always have. I, I really have. I like the way he's run. I like the way he ran in Green Bay. I mean, when you're a 4-10 and ten football team and you're struggling, the best thing you can hope for is a running back that likes to take on people. So – do it again against Denver and control the football game. Uh, do the best you can. Take pressure off Baker Mayfield and help your defense out. Help them stay on the bench a little bit longer so they can recharge and stop the Broncos' offense when it matters most. Yeah, Cam's had an edge to him, let's just say, since the trade deadline passed and he rejoined the Rams talking about ruining some opponents' Cheerios uh, down this closing <laughs> stretch of 2022. You didn't catch that one in the locker room? I missed room? the Cheerios. Go check it out okay. offline. I like Cheerios. He didn't diss Cheerios, did he? No. Okay. No, <laughs> you wouldn't like these Cheerios. Okay. Um, Baker oh. Mayfield, second game as a Ram. Look, we knew when they took on the Raiders that that was one of the worst passing defenses in the National Football League, and I thought they exploited it even on short preparation. It seemed like he was getting a lot of his first looks and delivering the football on time and in rhythm. Had a feeling that against our old friend Joe Barry, things might be different against the Packers because their secondary uh, is more accomplished, and it felt that way. Why couldn't they get things going through the passing game in Green Bay? Well, like we said, it's it's. I think it's a matter of personnel and how they were playing you. And it, when you had to hold the football, and Joe Barry, you know, when you have Baker Mayfield, is take away the first read. Make him have to scan the field and come back to his second or third read. By that time... Preston Smith has beaten his man. So uh, that's going to be the game plan going going forward. The thing that always startles me or stops me about Baker Mayfield is when he walks by, I can see the top of his head. And I'm not very tall. You know what I mean? So And he's not trying to headbutt you. He's not trying to headbutt <laughs> me. I don't want any part of that headbutt. But I'm just – he's not very tall, so – there's only so many things you can do with a quarterback that size. You know what I mean? So if you don't have the benefit of a Cooper Cup, somebody that's special, that goes beyond, then your playbook is limited. And once they know that and they start taking away that first read, then you force him to be a scrambler. Who wants to be a scrambler at this point in the season? Didn't do a ton of that. Didn't run as effectively in game two as he did in game one. But Sean McVay talked about you know some of the challenges that – he faced in that game, and we understand a lot of the dynamic they're working with, especially personnel-wise, but on these three-level concepts that McVay and his offense are known for, if you do you know, successfully turn the corner on that boot, if one is taken away, let's say it's 2-2 Atwell. If two is taken away, let's say it's Van Jefferson. Who is three? Like Higby. Okay. Or maybe you're back. Right. And I think he was self-critical saying, I didn't get to the early checkdowns efficiently and accurately enough. 
But the challenge is, who are, who are those threes? Where are they coming from in the formation? Are they coming off pre-snap motion? Are they coming off the slot? Are they coming out of the backfield? And I, I think that's probably the week-to-week room for growth. We talked about hitting the layups, going to Green Bay, and why that was going to be so important. They couldn't. They didn't. And I think that's part of the reason why uh, they were unsuccessful offensively, save for that one touchdown to Tyler Higby. Uh, another familiar defensive coordinator this week, Joe Barry with the Packers, Coach E. Uh, Coach Everett was awesome here with the Los Angeles Rams, and he's been a bright spot for the Broncos. I think he's going to get head coaching interviews, it seems like. I hope so. We were just talking about hot head coaching prospects, and if Denver, if their record was flipped, I bet we'd be talking more about him. Uh, some other guys as well. But, yeah, here's another guy with uh, that knows what you like to do, familiarity with your offense, plus how you like to call the game and what you like to try to do in certain situations. It's all different now because the personnel is different, but the philosophies are there. So look for him more than Joe Barry to take advantage of you pressure-wise, sending you more than you can block and see if he can make uh, see if he can force you into making a mistake, a big mistake that way. So um, I, I think if you take some of what the Packers did, what their defense did, and match it to what the Broncos can do, uh, I would I would bet all-out smoke going towards Baker Mayfield on game day. And McVay cheekily kind of commenting like. If, it, if everyone knows what we're doing, like, good on him because we don't yet know what we're doing. Like, yes, these, uh, these individuals that we're matching up against have a sense of who we are and who we want to be, uh, but we're still trying to figure that out midweek on game week. Erica, big deal or no deal, Bobby Wagner, a Pro Bowl snub? What was your take I on? completely disagree. I think that we were kind of talking about this earlier. I think maybe it had to do with our record. For sure I think, that. Well, definitely, but also sort of the the media and, like, what people are talking about on Twitter on Sundays and stuff like that. I think people have kind of not been as plugged in as they have in years past. Um, Rudy, our producer, was talking to me. He said, Aaron Donald, who is in his ninth straight Pro Bowl, is like Meryl Streep <laughs> for the Oscars. They just write her in no matter what. He doesn't even have to be there. And I don't have a problem with Aaron Donald making it. I think right. he should be Absolutely. the Meryl Streep of the Pro Bowl, but <laughs> I think you can make the case this has been Bobby Wagner's, one of Bobby Wagner's better career years. Definitely. It gets washed out by the, the 10 losses, but I think he deserves to be there the way he's played. You, yeah. you passed right over Meryl Streep and Aaron Donald? I, I, I'd never pictured Mer- Meryl Streep grabbing somebody by the throat. <laughs> never. I just, it just never. Wow. She can she can do it all. But I see, where you're, I, I see where you're going. But, you know, it's 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 not fair in the NFL. And think about this. There, there's so many things in sports that we just kind of – acknowledge and move on boxing to to win you got to knock the champion out i don't agree with that but that's what people think bobby wagner's best games came in losses yeah and on the other side think of fred warner most of his big games came in wins so one's going to stand out more than the other but it's not going to cost bobby wagner any money you're you're not going to pay him less because he didn't make the pro bowl and this is not going to hurt his hall of fame chances if anything, it's going to benefit. It's going to it's going to bolster them. He's been great. He's been the best inside linebacker in the game. He's outproduced everybody. I just feel and like a he's personal done it with a revol- revolving cast in front of him. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I, I like have a personal like just to see what he's done for this locker room and the leadership too. Like I just wanted that for him. Just and I'm sure he's probably like, hey, it's a flag football game this year. Like I'm good. <laughs> but I just to see how instrumental he's been to this team and some of these younger players too. It just felt like. It would have been the icing on the cake. More and more, I'm just struggling with the Pro Bowl as an accolade. Like right. Major League Baseball, you're like, oh, he's a 13-time All-Star. I'm like, yeah, they vote for that in spring training. Like, what does that mean? <laughs> they put right. it in the middle of the year. Yeah. I, I don't want that to be the case for Pro Bowls in the National Football League. But more and more, 
I can't even put that on a resume. Like if you're evaluating his Hall of Fame credentials, which are secured, no no doubt about it. But I'm leaning towards how many times did he lead the league in tackling? How many times was he an all-pro? I guess what I'm saying is when a third of the Pro Bowl voting is like retweets on Twitter. Right. Yeah, it's, it's a popular – you know, look, um, I had it explained to me. It was uh, 1995 – 11 and a half sacks. I think I led all D tackles and forced fumbles, and I did not make the Pro Bowl. Hey, Wait, keep going. Wait, Just keep that. going. What else about that Not year? even an alternate. Just that I had a few off. picks that year. <laughs> okay, But not go. even an alternate. And it was explained to me, hey, look, this is a popularity contest. This is it, – it doesn't mean that much you know, to, to not make it or make it. So everyone knows that you're a good player. Same with Bobby Wagner. I don't think the Denver Broncos are going to say, oh, we can forget about him because he didn't make the Pro Bowl. I mean – when you line up on game day, the first guys you have to worry about outside of Aaron Donald is him and then Jalen Ramsey. Everyone knows this. So if you don't make the Pro Bowl, it's not the end of the world. If Aaron is Merrill, what's DeMarco then in the mm. Pro Bowl context? We'll, we'll think about that <laughs> with leather pants on yeah. and Cheerios. <laughs> the amount of people that have asked me about getting you in leather pants, like I, even at a company outing last night at Top Golf, people have come to me and be like, do you think DeMarco's going to get in leather pants? There's not a bet big enough that I would say yes to were leather pants and me in them would be part of it. No, I think it'd be sexy. I think you could pull it off. Meryl Streep and Aaron Donald. (laughs) Uh, I feel like we're getting to the end of this edition of Between the Horns, (laughs) but you bounce back from a near-death nut allergy experience to play top golf last night? Yeah, I'm, like I said, I'm a hero. Wow. (laughs) Awesome. Does that count as a Rams activation off the injured reserve? Oh, yeah, absolutely. We're we're running out of space here on the roster. Final key for uh, Rams and Broncos. DeMarco, what are you looking forward to on Sunday besides unwrapping the uh, presents with your family? You know, I'd like to see Tutu out while getting the end zone. That would be fun. Um, I I think there's a lot there. I think, look, the kid's too explosive um, to, to not score, at least threaten to score every game. And I think he's a great flopper. He is a World Cup-level flopper yeah. when it comes to PIs, right? I mean, he's great at it. I even said that to him in the locker room, and he just laughed. So I like to see him get in the end zone. And uh, Cam Akers, um, has he changed perception for you guys? Is he back? Sure. Yeah. I'll, I'll stop short. Of, sure was to your first question. Yeah. Back, I don't know yet. But change perception, yes. I, I think he's done everything right save for hold on to the football in some key situations, which you can't do. And I think that's entirely fixable. So I'd like to see him him have a great game. By extension, Baker Mayfield and throwing the 2-2 out well. I hope that happens. This game will get the uh, Erica Tamposi bit. It'll also get the Nickelodeon treatment. Yes. Nice to see some uh, Rams slimed. Yeah, that'll be great. There was a video of Baker getting slimed actually up at the training facility, which is really fun, and you should go check it out. Awesome. Hopefully we don't get slimed. Or maybe we do. I don't know. Broncos, Chargers, Seahawks to finish. And speaking of Bobby Wagner. Cannot wait to get him back to Seattle. Hope he's in line to get also that standing Also against Russell Wilson. Like, that can't Lincoln go. Field. Yeah, it does feel like a long time since we talked about the potential showdown with Russell Wilson. Obviously, everyone had bigger hopes for this game than uh, where we landed, but there is that connection to be certain. Happy holidays, everyone. From DeMarco Farr and Erica Tamposi, I'm JB Long. Thank you for joining us here on the Toyota patio at SoFi Stadium. Hope you can join us for the Rams' home finale against the Denver Broncos coming your way this Christmas Sunday. And thanks, as always, for joining us for Between the Horns, presented by your Southern California Toyota dealers.